eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Always aggravated. A Mike Valenti signature podcast. All right, so this week on Always Aggravated to get you ready for the Sweet 16 games. The time of this taping is Tuesday. We're back from Vegas, uh, at least physically, if not mentally. Uh, We did our shows out there from the D Las Vegas, the the big setup on the 12th floor. And look, I I know, you know, me and Mike and and David came out a couple years ago. It's just the event has grown. But it is, it's like nothing else. It is a full-blown March Madness celebration. And we're on the air in the middle of it. Because remember, we're, we're a Detroit-based show, Eastern Standard Time. Game start at 9 a.m. Vegas, to give you an idea. We're on the air at 11 a.m. We are right in the heart of it. And literally, the broadcast is in the middle of this huge room. Right, well, I with mean, people everywhere. Yes. Now, you had never been to Vegas, and you've never been to a sports book like that. You've never been to a setup like that. I know you have some thoughts. That w- what, what your thoughts are, and like you're in awe. This is what we do every year. I'm used to it. Your anxiety went through the roof. Oh my God. I couldn't take... It was just like, people were everywhere. There was no isolation of any kind. Any, you know, people were just totally open to approach, which is great, you know, but I, I just, I didn't believe how many people... So you just didn't believe in the true popularity of this show. Is that is that basically what you're trying to tell me? I've been converted. I'm a believer now. I mean, honestly. No, I mean, look, people, the only thing I never understand is I guess I'm I'm flattered. I'm just shocked at how many people take the time out of their Vegas trip, whether they're at the D or not, to come down to see the show and to try to just get a word with us. I've never viewed what I do as incredibly important, right? My job is to entertain people. I'm only a part of people's lives for, I don't know, 12 minutes a week, 20 minutes a week, whatever it is. And if I happen to be talking about something you like, you'll stay a little longer. If not, or the baby shits its pants, or your wife calls (laughs) on the other line, I may not get you that week. That's how radio works. I'm always stunned. I mean, I'm flattered, and at a certain point, it becomes a little overwhelming because when you see 7, 10, 12 people who all want a word with you and you've got a three-minute commercial break, you can't take care of everybody. You just can't. But, yeah, I mean, Roberto, you got thrown into something where Sully's been doing it now with us for years. David uh, got a little taste of it. That event keeps growing 
The show keeps growing. People go nuts. I'm, dude, we had a wedding party. <laughs> a wedding party of 20 people who were renewing their vows, and all the husband wanted was to come and see the show. Wow. They were, they were fully okay. dressed up. They had, they had the gown on, the tuxedo on. They had everything. Their whole party was there dressed up. And he's lucky oh. he came and saw the show because his pocket square was a fucking disaster. And I oh. fixed it for him. I fixed it, I fixed it for him. I said, are you, have you done your pictures yet? He goes, no. David, it looked like he had a tube sock in his oh, pocket. Oh, no. It was ridiculous. I go, let me fix this for you. And I you love pocket squares. Yeah, I refolded it for him, and I had him looking tight. Good, I good. His his wife was turned on. That's oh. all. I, I did my Got job. Got the job done. Now, but no, I can't believe the amount of people who come down to see us, including during the show when they were not sure we're on the air. They'll try to tap us on the shoulder during yeah, the broadcast. See, now that's one thing I don't like. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> like I mean, I'm fine. You want to get my attention, whatever it is. Don't touch me. I had a guy grab my collar. What, what am I, a fucking kid? <laughs> or someone will just walk up on the stage? <laughs> They're at the zoo or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like like I'm a, a, a goddamn elephant. <laughs> well, because, like, let me set it up for, for, you know, what happens is it's so loud in that sports book, we're doing a show, but no one can hear that show other than There's us. no speakers, yeah. Right, no so everyone just thinks... You know, oh, they, well, if they're talking to each other, then they must, they're not on the air. So No, just, we're just sitting there for fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're just being approached and approached and approached. But what you're talking about, it's the amount of local flavor there. The amount of people that are fans of this show, but also Detroiters. I couldn't believe it. it okay, go on. You really didn't think anybody showed up, and yet we keep doing business with the D? Is that how that works? <laughs> I, I was blown keep, away. It keeps getting more and more crowded every single year. I mean, there's just so many... So many big screen TVs in there. They put blackjack tables a matter of feet away from our broadcast. Really just a nice setup. Well, well, and, you, you, and, and you're like, man, there's a lot of Michigan, Michigan State fans here. I'm like, have you been paying attention? <laughs> I couldn't believe well, see, what it. It's just like being at home. What Roberto doesn't deal with, and on our regular show, I deal with it a lot. Leading up a month ahead of time before the show, for yeah. the trip, I get tons of calls. When are they going? How long are they going to be there? So... You're surprised, Roberto. I'm not surprised because they call all the time, nonstop, wanting to know when the trip is, how long are you going to be there, where they're going to be. They're excited about it. Every year it happens, and it grows. I get more calls every year. And the best part, I mean, you were there with the wireless mic. You went around, talked to the people. If you haven't checked those out, they're short snippets, a couple minutes apiece. I know they were uploaded on the podcast, too. You'll see it in your timeline if you uh, go through it on iTunes, radio.com. But look— you also had some fun with us, kind of the off-color, uh, yeah, obviously some language from, from Roberto or, or one of my friends well, could not be used. What you'll hear in this, this clip we're going to be playing here in a minute, that I had no idea what to expect. So, you know, I mean, I, I was opening the door to this conference room not knowing anything, well, not having a visual, not knowing what the hell was going to happen. It's such bullshit, too, because I get my balls broken, and I get one. Hey, he's a friend of mine of almost 20 years, and he sits there and only lists, like, the two picks that lost. He doesn't mention the four <laughs> games I hit, including the one that was, when you were interviewing him, that was about to put money in his pocket. And it's such a bullshit, ratty move, but he can get away with it because he's my boy of 20 years. I mean, but but now also the roller coaster of emotions in the room where crazy some guys look like they're you know they, someone just killed their mother in the room. <laughs> <laughs> some guys are down so much. All right, a quick break just to talk about our launch sponsor. It's the D Las Vegas. You're looking to get away, relax, have a good time. D Las Vegas has everything you need. 
I mean, hell, we're there every March for March Madness. And as I've said before, there ain't no better setup. On the strip, off the strip, it don't matter. Go to the D. Go to that chalet upstairs. It ain't nothing better. Bottom line, next time you go to Vegas, check out the D.com. Completely renovated. Downtown is not what you remember. Hell of a lot of new places. It's, it's a damn good time. There's really no other way to put it. And again, the D has everything you need. You're not going to spend a ton of money on the room. Take that money and go do fun things with it. Do what Sully does. Make a bunch of losing basketball bets. Or, well, or for Sully, fall asleep on the horse racing machine on the second floor vintage casino. The bottom line, the D's got it all. They got the sports book. They got the long bar. They got it all. Check it out. The D.com to book your stay today. It's the D.com, the D Las Vegas. And as you know, it is your home for Detroit sports in Vegas. Let's give you some of the exclusive audio. Now, Roberto recorded for hours and hours and hours. We didn't want to do like an entire pod of that, but giving you just a nice taste of it. Here's Roberto's night at the book. Hey, guys, it's Roberto, and I'm here to present a very special segment of the Always Aggravated podcast titled Tales from the Man Cave. Now, weeks leading up to the Vegas trip, I keep hearing about this man cave setup that Mike has arranged. There seem to be a lot of hubbub of who will make the cut and who will not and so on and so forth. So the day finally arrived and I found myself opening the door and wondering what was going to happen. I walked into the room at 4 p.m. and there it was. Ten guys pounding drinks, eating fried foods while screaming like children at four huge TVs. Admittedly, I'm not a guy who knows anything about betting during March Madness. So my mind was blown to see these tickets with huge dollar amounts on them and all these guys using terms like spread, over, under, one and a half, two and a half. To me, it sounded like they were baking a goddamn cake. Anyway, here are some clips I recorded from the infamous Man Cave. In this first clip, I asked Sully if it's true that Mike Valeni's picks have made him some money. Mike's very full of himself right now that he's won everybody in the room thousands of dollars. Is this correct? Well, nothing beats a big group bet when everybody cashes tickets, everybody wins. Um, you know what? We, we were fortunate to get a good line. Um, we, we had some complications with it where we couldn't get it what we wanted, but we finally did, and we all won. It was great. Can you loan me like four or 500 bucks? In this next piece of audio, we have Mike Valenti claiming his picks have won everyone in the room a pretty penny. The way Mike is talking in this clip, you think he'd be wearing a pink robe and holding onto a cigarette holder. But no, just a MSU t-shirt, jeans, and an inflated sense of self. Now you've been bloviating in this room about how you've made everybody thousands of dollars. Is this correct? It's actually very true. I shopped a number while all these guys were getting blind drunk. I waited, I was patient, made a quality second half play, and now all these idiots make money off it, and I still get my balls broken. So it's really a, it's really a great transaction. Uh, how many more drinks until you throw everyone out of here? Over under, one and a half. <laughs> Nobody appreciates me, Roberto. I sit here, I shop numbers, I'm trying to do the best I can for the group. I'm being a team player. I'm thinking if I go away I'm for an hour and I come back, you'll just be sitting here by yourself in the dark. Very likely. I'm like Rudy with a bigger nose. I'm just sitting here doing the best I can for the team and nobody cares. After that egomaniacal answer, I decided to pose a question to the entire room, which led to one participant almost being thrown out of the man cave. Anybody in the room right now, if you think Mike is a mush, raise your hand. Ah, oh, the room is split. 
Oh, yes, from the guy who bets $10 a game. Now tell him to get the fuck out of here. Hey, hey, Sean, hit the fucking bricks. Get out. Hey, the next winning ticket you collect will be your first. Now, a few of the man cave dwellers were some of Sully's best friends. Now, I'm not saying these guys are degenerate gamblers, but if one of them said, hey, I'm done gambling for the day, the other would say, bet you $500 you're not. Quaz is Sully's friend. He's out here with us. And I'm being told that you placed the craziest bet of the day. What happened? We had uh, Kentucky. They looked good. Uh, playing against a bunch of high schoolers. So we took Kentucky on an alternate line. Minus 39 and a half. Had it at plus 850. Uh, ended up falling a little bit short, but... You know, it was a close one. It was 500 to pay out, 4,200. I have no comprehension of what you just said. How are we doing? Up, down, or way down? Uh, if there's a fourth option, we're way, way, way down at the. You're in the bowels of hell. Yeah, we're looking. Uh, we need to have a big next couple days. Um, down about about, but we can come back. In this clip, we have a very good friend of Mike's telling us the truth about his picks and how they had been working up to that point. We also get to hear Mike Valeni auditioning for a new job. Check it out. So what you're claiming is that this one time Mike happened to be lucky and now he thinks he's Ace Rothstein. Absolutely. Here's, here's what you need to know. At 10.48 a.m., I write, you got any locks today? I'm on Louisville, which is a bummer. He writes back, Auburn, Marquette, Old Dominion. At this very moment, it's complete shit. All losers. <laughs> Old Dominion is yet to lose, but it's not looking good for us. You're saying he doesn't have a future in having like a 800, 900 line for uh, locks of the week. Not at all. Not unless he's got uh, Sully over here doing his yeah. math, running the numbers. Here. Mike, if you had your if you had your 900 line for locks of the week, what voice would you do? Give me give me a sample. This week got a pre-recorded message. <laughs> Can't lose. Like it's every so other off. like every other scumbag in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> this week got a pre-recorded message. We'll lie to half of you and then lie to the other half and steal your money. Ready to roll. <laughs> One of the highlights of the Man Cave is a constant flow of spirits delivered by some very hardworking waitresses. I took a moment to ask one of them what one drink was being ordered more than others. Her answer immediately put a few cave dwellers on blast. Who has had the most to drink in this room today? Just by drink, just name just the drink. drink. How many of one kind of drink have you brought into this room? I think vodka sugar free. Oh! <laughs> vodka sugar free! I was very shocked that up to this point, 24 hours into the trip, we had yet to see the outdoors. Even the man cave was darkly lit like a movie theater, and the beautiful sunny view from the D Las Vegas was being blinded by drapes. I was worried these guys were turning into vampires, for God's sake. Let me ask everybody in the room this. Has anyone actually been outside today? I have one. Nobody has been outside today, a natural light. No natural light today. Absolutely not. No reason. <laughs> Radio show, basketball, betting. That's no it. reason. Right. Don't even want windows. Fuck it. Sunlight's overrated. <laughs> Fuck it. 
Well, there you have it. An inside look at the Valenti Man Cave at the D Las Vegas, where rational behavior and good life and health choices are left at the door. We'll see you again next time for more Tales from the Man Cave. Finally, the days are getting a little longer around here. Put those extra hours of sunlight to work by saving you more money. You can reduce your power bill with help from Power Home Solar, the number one residential solar provider in Michigan, one of the top solar installation companies in the nation. Power Home installs American-made panels, 30-year warranty, allowing you to own your power, not just rent it from the power company. As an official partner of the Lions, the company installed solar panels at Ford Field and Allen Park, and they seek to continue building a movement towards cleaner, greener energy by seeing if solar is right for your home. Go to powerhome.com. That's powerhome.com or give them a call, 1-800-SOLAR-15 to schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power, own it with help from Power Home Solar. Here's the one thing I will tell you, and I know that audio is only a piece of what we were doing, but this is why I don't bet at home. I only do it in Vegas because I will tell you, the stress level, the roller coaster of emotion, and I, I don't... Well, Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, said it best. It, it is proof. I mean, scientifically proven. If you got money on a game, you're watching the game. That's why the NBA was the first to jump on board. It's why these leagues are jumping on board. Do you think we would sit there on vacation after the show's over on Thursday night and on Friday night? Do you think I'd sit there and watch the entire Purdue Old Dominion game? My answer is no. But when I had Old Dominion plus 13 and a half, and I'm down by 14 in the waning moments, oh, I'm there. I'm there for all of that. Oh, and by the way, Old Dominion got a meaningless steal and a layup at the end for us to cover. But, like, that stress? No, no. I don't need that shit mm. in my regular life. The only regular betting I will do, and even that's on an irregular basis, is horse racing. I love horse racing. I love the ponies. But I pick my days with that. That's not something I'm doing every day. I'm not doing it every week. I will pick my spots with horse racing and then dive all in, especially derby prep trail. You get the, the summer session at Belmont, Saratoga, the Keeneland meets. I will pick my spots and go. But this shit, like if I'm going to sit around on a Tuesday night, I ain't betting uh, coyotes and hurricane. I can't involve myself in it so because of the stress. Right. So th so Thursday in the man cave, I didn't I didn't place a bet on any games or anything, and you know I just didn't have an interest in anything. So it was you know I was walking around talking. That's where a lot of that audio came from. And so Friday night though, I don't even remember what game it was. What game did I actually? Sully helped me out and took me over and got me in on. Um, Ohio, Ohio State doesn't belong in this tournament. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ohio State, and they don't. Respectfully, Mike Sullivan. Ohio State does not belong in this tournament. They so, Sully, round two. Sully, was that the game that you thought you got screwed over the most on, like your biggest opinion? You loved Iowa State. Yeah. All, all week we had to listen about how OSU should be in the NIT. Is that the one you feel totally screwed by? I do, especially with how Ohio State looked in round two. I thought they looked absolutely terrible, but it was a classic situation where I had a big opinion on the team. I didn't think they belonged in the tournament, and what happens? They get in, and they find a way to scrape together a victory in round one. Can I make you? So now, so now that I have a couple bucks on this game. No, no. You go, go to Sully, you go, go, here, here. 
Make me some money. Uh, that's what I did. So but he, I did make you some so, money at the blackjack table. No, that's table, true. Though. But, but what I'll say about this game is that I go from having zero interest in any of these yeah. games. Zero now. clue. Once I have like $2 on this game, it becomes the most important thing in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm screaming at the TV. I'm going Right. Nuts. Once Roberto's got a car payment, <laughs> yeah, right. on a, he, he can't name a player. He nope. couldn't tell you what the I nickname of Iowa score. State is. But he was in. And I mean, the anger. And I appreciate it. I mean, look. The game, uh, there were two games I felt like, wow, I, I got absolutely screwed. One of them was Auburn. In round one. Again, uh, yeah, yes. again, New Mexico State-Auburn. Yeah. Auburn's in complete control of that game. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, the last four minutes, they turn it over about 38 times. They, they went one for seven from the line. They missed two or three front-end one-and-ones. They blow to five-point cover. The other game I felt screwed over on. It ain't a bad beat. But the team didn't show up. Like, game was over in first three minutes. You didn't have the first bite of your omelet at the D grill, and my ticket was in the garbage mm-hmm. can in the room, was Ole Miss right. and Oklahoma. I, I just, I really liked Ole Miss. They can shoot it. They have that wacky zone that Kermit Davis runs. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma comes out. They hit 12 of their first 15 shots. They <laughs> yeah. hit their first five three-pointers. I looked at Travis, and I go, well, this bet's fucked. And I threw that in the garbage, <laughs> and I went down to the broadcast. Honestly, I figure worst case, you know, I, it's, I had the Do Not Disturb sign on the room, and then I'd uh, come back and get a lot of the garbage. But those two were like, <laughs> light my money on fire. The OSU game I only did because everybody in the room was on it. You were hyped up. I, I like the bets where everybody can get involved and enjoy. Seeing the, the anger of Sully and the anxiety of Roberto, <laughs> like by the end of it, he's like, what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> See, but that's the difference of betting because I'm here in Detroit watching the Oklahoma Ole Miss game thinking, oh, my, what a great start. Right. <laughs> Versus you, no you yeah. on the other side of the country like, oh, my God, what's going on right. here? And I'm sitting there and I go, Kermit, Kermit Davis fucked me with Middle Tennessee State and he just fucked me again. I go, this guy is absolutely <laughs> my life. No, th- but, then, so stressful. but then there's the other side of it. Like Friday night, Roberto got to see the ecstasy of, of betting. The taco truck. UCF was my biggest bet yes. in the first round. I'd been yapping yeah. about it all week. I stayed, I stayed strong to my convictions. And I'm sitting there, and honestly, during that game, I contemplated making a donation to Central Florida. You might see my <laughs> name on their court in 2019. Uh, that's the ecstasy of it. <laughs> yeah. And then the, then the problem is there was one guy in the room who was silent. Such a nice dude. Sully brought one, a, a guy I'd never met before, a kid <laughs> named Justin. Might have been a nice guy in the world. Everybody's high five because everyone went with UCF with me. Everybody's high five and having a good time. And I look over at him. I go, what the hell is your problem? He goes, oh, no, no, nothing. And I go, Justin. I go, don't lie to me. But you didn't put the bet in, did you? He goes, no, no, I, I put a bet in. I went, wait a minute. You didn't take VCU, did you? He goes, yeah, 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 yeah oh. I did. Oh. And then, I, see, then I basically pointed towards the door. Yeah. That, that surprised me, though. Like, oh, that's a shame. That surprised me because Justin, the entire time, all he kept saying was, uh, was, hey, I want to let's do lots of group bet. I want to get in on all these. I want to get. So he must have done that like beforehand or something because he was all for the the group decision. He did something, but no, look. That's that's where sports betting, and I'm really interested to see where this goes. I know Showtime has a new series called Action. I want to watch that, um, and I think that show gets a little dark, and and it should because there are major risks to sports yes. betting. Um, 
but also uh, 60 Minutes did a big profile piece the other night yes, on it did. sports betting and where it's going. And look, naturally, where we are in Detroit, we're an ass-backward state. I mean, it's I have no idea when or if it'll happen. I'm just telling you, like Roberto got to see it firsthand for the first time. Look, I can pick games here and do the stuff for radio, and that's fine, man. What you saw in Vegas for two nights, three nights, I let the line out of the cage when I'm there. And then I properly enter that cage again and lock myself no, I mean, back that, in. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's real big boy stuff, man. It's not like there's no screwing around. It's not like we're talking. I don't even want to get into amounts, but I'm <laughs> no, no, no. I was blown away by especially because you don't scene. even double your money with a, with a minus one ten. It means you have to win, you know, what, six yeah. out of ten, seven out of ten well, to actually make some money. Well, you know what helps, Roberto, too, is before you, you bet on games and stuff, is like I got in Wednesday. I took a travel day because I'm just, I was tired of doing that late night flight stuff and I wanted to get out there, spend some time with, with Derek and, and, the client and just relax. Load management day, it's called. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I cop to it. You know what? I used a personal day. It's not like the company did anything for me. Newsflash. The point is, Roberto, it does help when you have a good night in blackjack to kind of pre-fund. Maybe hit a game early. Yeah, you get after it a little bit. Yeah. But I just kind of view it like, dude, when I'm home, I don't go to the bar. Uh, no, you're not going you know, to a casino here. Local, I don't. You know what I, mean? I don't. In my, in my 20s, right. I did. But like I don't, I don't, I don't gamble here. I don't, I don't. Not a huge drinker here, you know. Like I just view it like I'm gonna go there. This is the money I put away, and I, I want to sweat. I think that's what every gambler wants is you want to sweat. The money's got to mean something. What you win has got to mean something. What you lose has got to mean something. Otherwise, what are you betting for? Hey guys, Sully here, and I want to take a minute to talk to you about our friends over at Copper Craft Distillery in Holland, Michigan. Now, fun fact for you. I'm actually wearing a cool Coppercraft sweatshirt right now. I've been walking around the office getting all sorts of compliments on it. So not only are there, is their drinks great, but also they got a lot of cool merchandise you should check out too. But Coppercraft, I'm telling you, if you haven't tried their products, swing by your local retailer, your local liquor store, local grocery store, and try Coppercraft. Now, one of the first things you'll notice is the bottle. Beautiful bottle, beautiful presentation. It looks really, really nice. Get compliments on the bottles all the time. I've seen their social media, and when people are out and about at events, people love the way Coppercraft looks, and you're also going to love the way that it tastes. Coppercraft Distillery, whether it's bourbon, whether it's award-winning bourbon, by the way, their whiskey, their gin, even have vodka, they have a, anything you'd want to try, just give them a try. Coppercraft Distillery, Holland, Michigan, check them out today. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit there. Like some people are like, oh, I just want to have some action on the game, good sir. And and they're betting, you know, literally $5. Why are you paying $6 to win five? Like what what is the point no, of I this? No, would, I would never even do that. No, I mean, but like Roberto, Roberto decides he hits the blackjack table, and I'm not going to tell you the amount, but Roberto did well. And Ooh. Roberto decided to parlay, and he goes, Sully. Uh, hey, Sully. Give me in on this game. Here, give me some of that action. <laughs> Double my money. I go, okay, all right. Uh, my point is, you got in the mix, and and look, whatever it is. I got too close. I got too close to the beast. Too close to the sun, me. and he got burnt. That, But there was another bet, too. Mike, help me out here. We went in and got the ticket, and it was, I placed it for all of us. We yeah. got it in at plus 440. And then it was plus 290. Are you talking, okay, live betting, yes. which is a William Hill thing. And live betting is really cool because the line changes as you're watching. Like, Roberto was blown away, but Sully was like little Gordon Gecko. He had his his his, um, 
his Bloomberg terminal in the sports <laughs> yeah, book. Yeah, Because, yeah. like, Roberto looked at him, he goes, what the, why does this kid have a, sport, uh, yeah, yeah. a laptop? I go, no, he's shopping numbers. He's got, like, a scientific calculator. <laughs> no, because <laughs> every rebound, every basket, every action in the game, yeah. the number changes. Yeah. So, for instance, Iowa State. Uh, bad example. Let me Forget go. Which one that was? Washington though, but it was... and Utah State. Yeah. Utah State started the game right. as a three-point favorite. In the game, Washington has a lead. Now, all of a sudden, if you were a Utah State backer, mm-hmm. you were able to get Utah State at plus four and a half or plus six and a half, or maybe they're down six, but you like the momentum and you go, "I think Utah State's winning this game. I can now get them at plus four twenty. So what we decided to do was a little side action. I didn't bet the game single. None of us did. I just I didn't like it enough. Utah State hits a three, timeout Washington. I think it was 54-50 plus 400 was available. So all you guys are building a pool for one ticket. Yeah, run it in. Right. You try to turn every $100 you win into $420. That's really good value on a team that's making a run. Now, of course, it blew up in our face like a, like, like a, a disaster, <laughs> yeah. like a, a, a shaving cream pie at the end of a baseball game. But the point is... I did the same thing like you heard in the audio a few minutes ago, and Sully was was an ace with it. I wanted to shop Florida with the appropriate line. Okay, I had Florida plus two in the game. I wasn't worried about that. I wanted to double down. I wanted to to dip both ends of the the candle. And it, it basically got to a point where I got Florida at a number I liked. I went up there, and I stood right next to the guy at the at the monitor, and I said, look, this number pops put this in. And he was the coolest dude ever. These people who write tickets in Vegas at the window, it's the same people who take the tickets to the horse tracks. They're angels. I don't know how they do what they do. I'm always nice. I always tip. But like we locked it in. And now Florida ends up going away doing their thing. But we cashed two tickets with that. So I'm shopping the number while Brandon's getting hammered. Travis is just doing his grouchy voice, right? Everybody's doing their own thing. Your buddy Justin sat there like a ventriloquist dummy. The point is, I'm shopping the number. Sully's got the computer out. I get us all paid. And what happens? I end up finding out my friend of of, of 17 years is over here giving explicit audio to Roberto. Going, oh, his picks are horseshit because I missed a game earlier. He went even deeper. There's stuff I didn't even add in there where he's... He's he's going after you about your appearance, what you're wearing, oh, your diet, <laughs> everything. Wait a minute, diet? He's twice the size of me. What are you kidding me? You gotta get, get, get out of here. What's he all pissed off because I've gotten myself right this year? I think so. He should be. Um, he should be. He looked like a giant stick of butter in that Michigan T-shirt. <laughs> Hey, he was fine. I love Brady. He was, he's I love Brady. My friend, listen, I've traveled all over the country with the guy. He's one of my best friends. I love Brandon. But that's bullshit to go after me <laughs> for what, what? Because I don't eat bread and sugar anymore? Cut, cut me a break. He's going some, after himself. You that's some what choice words for him that I can't repeat that. You that you felt about him that he didn't oh that he didn't bet on Michigan but right. he was dressed head to toe amazing blue no I'll give you that choice audio right now oh. I called him a pussy oh. <laughs> don't come at me I said I didn't I didn't bet on I didn't bet on state in the opener I wasn't comfortable with the number and he busted my balls and I turned around and I gave him a one liner that any self respecting friend of seventeen years would do so. How about going forward? Now you guys have, have gone through all these games. We're back home now. What? What? Are, give me some locks. Give me some. What? What is going to happen? The best game I had available was UCF getting thirteen against Duke. I, I, I said that. I don't know if you paid attention or if you were lost in the sauce. Sully knows. 
<laughs> Sully knows I said it. I was all over it. That was the game to me where you had a matchup indicator. You had a number that to me was double what it should have been. No, I, I don't have some great game. If I'm not there and I'm not like studying and I'm not really taking my time on what I want to do, no, I don't have some. No, if you're asking me, am I betting on the games this weekend? My answer is fuck and no. What about well, the, uh, the, what about Sully? No, the, I, I, <laughs> I thought the lock of the week was was uh, the, as the the bet you heard in the audio wasn't it Kentucky minus forty live odds the bet no, of the that week? was Quaz, your friend doing some alternate degenerate. I'm going to end up wheeling a grocery cart around Fremont well, yeah, Street. I did. No, that was, him, that was that, him trying to win all the money he had lost. Right, and that's for anybody that know, anyone that just heard that segment, we did beep out what he had lost because we weren't comfortable with having that number out I there. felt bad for him. <laughs> um, and, and again, he's a younger guy like Sully, but I'm not a babysitter. Like That's, that's oh, the deal. Grown man. Everybody goes out to do their own thing. I'm not going to sit there and some guy's losing his money. Well, I'm going to go up to him and go, hey, listen, you really need to think about what you're doing. Oh, he had fun. He, no, he no, that, care, that, yeah. that's my point. I'm not a babysitter. Roberto went out. I don't ask what he spends his money on. He wanted to go win a bunch of money in blackjack and then, hey, I'm going to parlay. What am I going to tell him? I'm going to go up to him. Roberto, listen, uh, the kids could really use a new Gucci belt. <laughs> yeah. I hit on a couple slots, so that took care of some meals and some. So, uh, you know, it was good. You did fine. Yeah. The point is. Sports betting is legalized, and it, it, it's coming to a state near you. I think we're within a, a couple of years now of at least half the country being legal. Mm-hmm. There is a downside to this because people, look, I can control myself. It's very simple. I go after it hard for a couple of days, and then guess what? I'm good. Like, you scratch the itch. You're, you're out. You've emptied your grocery bag. You got nothing left. I come home. I don't have any desire to bet on a damn game. I don't need it. The next thing I'll bet on will be a horse race. Probably lead up to the derby here. I'll bet a couple of the preps. And then, yes, I pick my days with horse racing and I enjoy it. But outside of that, I don't know how guys do it every day or do it, you know, every weekend in the NFL. I just don't. I don't find it enjoyable on that level. I like going in and going all in. It's like Roberto when he opens a bottle of vodka. It, it, it's, I don't <laughs> all eat, in. Yeah, I don't want to taste. If I he wanna, was in Vegas. Or, or, if, I'm, I'm, or if I'm eating pasta. <laughs> I wanna, yeah. I want to pour it all over my head. Yeah, I want to get to Vegas. Sauce on my pasta. I want to I wanna break down the full level of depravity when it comes to sports betting. We're shopping lines. You're now, fully invested in bullshit games. Now, it's beautiful. One thing that freaked me out, and we talked about a little bit in that, in that clip, but... Um, at one point, I really did freak out a little bit. I, I literally had to physically go outside and breathe in fresh air and walk around because no. we had been there for like a day and a half, and oh, I yeah. hadn't been... I hadn't, I hadn't seen a window. But I, <laughs> that's what I love about that place, Perfect. though. Perfect. Because when I went, I just wanted to be inside watching the games. I didn't really... I mean, I went outside eventually, yeah. but... I locked myself in. I, just lock yourself in. The it's the weekend so be- of a tournament. The weather was so beautiful. It was I, like, had, I only had two friends. <laughs> My app and the cashier. Oh, my that's it. God. It's just a couple nice no days. No outside world. It's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> All right. So, Roberto, closing note. Now, I don't know if David will ever rejoin. And just a fun fact about David, it's very simple. I'm not ball breaking. David does not drink or gamble. Vegas is arguably the last place David should ever be. <laughs> but he does go to the M&M store in Vegas, which we did before. Well, it was well, a total embarrassment. But I did bet VCU when I was there, though, I think. I think it was VCU. Yeah. 
the church wasn't supposed yeah, to know about client. that. <laughs> if you're, I made, I, I made some money. Well, oh. you know, I, well, okay, fine then. I'll tell you what. Cut the shit. You also were on Stephen F. Austin Moneyline with that's me. the one. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah, that was the the year they beat West Virginia as seven point underdogs, and I hammered it. Oh, please, David was singing a different tune, and it was not in that choir book. No, but um, no, but Roberto made the point earlier about now you're paying attention to the game. There were three other games on the television. That was the only one I was Didn't watching. Matter. Absolutely. All right. Now, I don't know if David will ever return. That is up to him. Roberto, you now have seen Vegas for the first time. You've experienced it during March Madness. Company aside, because I'm not sure you'd want to spend it with us. You were a little horrified at some of the behavior. <laughs> Would you return to Vegas? Absolutely. Would you return with your wife? Um. That's a no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I would love to. Have. I mean, she's been there like ten times. So what the hell is she doing out there? With you? <laughs> pre-marriage, pre-pre-marriage, but um, yeah, I would love to have her. Roberto's to go. actually going back uh, this upcoming weekend. Is where Roberto's <laughs> got his flight back. Yeah, Roberto's going and sick on Friday, like some of the other people at this place do. No, uh, after the flight we had, I'm not going anywhere. No, nah, that, that was a tough deal. Nine hour delay. That's a tough deal. All right, look. So here's what I promised. Roberto, during our show, was interviewing some of the people, some fans of the show, some just degenerates gambling and doing their thing. He did a nice job producing this. We've got a couple of the short segments we'll give to you here as like a little bonus, and then we'll wrap this puppy up. Take a listen. You were talking to Stoney earlier. Yes. And I think he only made it, I think he left here around 1 o'clock. Not by choice, because I think, right, I think he might have been a little overserved today. I forgot my name like seven times. What do you think about grown men wearing jerseys of teenage boys? <laughs> oh, interesting. He was over here quite a bit. I was like, get Bellini, get Bellini. He's like, no, no, baby, let me tell you about me. Baby! Oh. Mike's got to be going crazy over there. Oh yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't even want to go over there. I'm, I'm very scared right now. That's why I'm here. I'm, I'm scared for you. He's like, oh, no, same old stage, my old stage. What the f*** is going on? Yes, he is justified in his anger right now, as am I. Thank you for asking. I'm, I'm afraid to go back over to the uh, broadcast booth over there. Well, it's always Mike. Mike's an angry Italian. What do you expect from him? Are you nuts? <laughs> I'm emotionally spent, and I haven't even begun my afternoon with you. I, it's been a roller coaster of emotion. It has. I managed. There were multiple times I wanted to say the F word, but instead I punched the desk in front of me. I think that's personal development. What's not funny, though, is all the money I've lost on these bets. So. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Here we are. Day two, the D Las Vegas. And uh, you guys got a lot of money on some games today? Yeah, I'm losing my ass right now. <laughs> I, I haven't talked to one person yet who said, oh, I'm making a killing. I'm doing great. Every guy I talked to was losing their ass. You guys are literally 10 feet away from where the live broadcast of the show is right now. And you said you just sent in a text. Now, was it something making fun of Sully, or what no. are we doing here? <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're chiming in on the whole Izzo getting in the face. But if you could do that, I would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. oh, you know what, Keep them coming in. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Sully, you blow. <laughs> exactly. This is what we're looking for. If you don't do your job, Mike will hold you accountable and probably yell at you like Izzo did to Henry. Oh, that happens like three, four times a week, yeah. easily. That's nothing. What Izzo did was nothing yeah. compared to what, you know, especially what Sully gets. Forget about it. Yeah. 
Speaking of edibles, I was paying for my breakfast this morning. I won't say what the establishment was. I was playing as the cashier girl was ringing me up. She ate an edible. <laughs> you got balls on you. This guy, this guy's got a three-month-old at home. A month ago, he books his trip to come to Vegas. I don't think you're going home, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the locks are going to be changed. Yeah, well, considering, too, my wife is a uh, Spartan. I'm a Michigan fan, and so there's the house divided. And, although she did get to crow this year with the Michigan State uh, yeah. three victories. So yeah. uh, Maybe you'd pick up something nice while you're out here, some jewelry or something. Well, if I wasn't already down $200 since 8 oh. o'clock this morning, oh. it'd be a little bit different. Hey, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully we didn't scare you away after that. Sully, Ohio State doesn't deserve this tip. Pat the <laughs> no. D, Las Vegas. They're giving out. away free money. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Rate it, review it, subscribe to it, radio.com, uh, Apple iTunes, and we'll give you another episode next week. Roberto, glad to see you're still with us. Thanks for listening, guys.